Hello, everyone. We're back for a new semester of WCSU 411, the pod that gives you the tea on just about everything you need to know about Western Connecticut State University and everything else. We've lined up some excellent guests, and Chantel Williams and I will be here all semester with our award-winning podcast. I'm Paul Steinmetz. I work at the university. I'm cis male, and I identify as he, him. Are you ready for WCSU 411? Welcome to WCSU 411, the award-winning podcast that gives you all the information about Western Connecticut State University and everything else. I'm Paul Steinmetz, and this semester we're going to give you a new format with the pod. We will still have our main interview, and Chantel Williams will continue to host the segment on campus events, but we will add short segments with our provost, Dr. Missy Alexander, and our athletics department, and even the library. It's all going to be fascinating, Please come along on the adventure with us. We're starting the fall season with a tour of Higgins Hall, which was gutted and refurbished over the past year. Higgins was a classroom building with math, communications, and writing classes and some other things, and man, it was run down. Today, every floor, every wall, and every wire in the place is new. There's a new lobby, each classroom has been redone, and many have been enlarged with new furniture and bigger windows. The dean of the Macrocasa School of Arts and Sciences will run her empire out of Higgins, and the communication department has a new television production lab there. It's become one of the most technologically advanced and welcoming places on campus. A couple of weeks ago, I took a tour of Higgins, which is named for Westcon's first science teacher, Lathrop Higgins. He had also been the head of school of what was then known as Danbury Normal School. We started the tour outside the building on the quad, and Jeff Talbot, the director of university publications and design, talked about the interesting decoration and screen he designed for the front of the building, which faces Haas Library and Warner Hall across the quad. I'm here with Jeff Talbot, who designed the great uh, design on the front of the building. It's an oak tree, right, Jeff? It's, it's, it's the oak tree next to Old May. It's the oak tree that has been here for a hundred years and uh, we looked at a lot of different options and the oak tree um, seemed like a nice element to use for the front of, of, of Higgins and uh, I, I think the purpose of the, the screen is to provide shade and uh, I think the tree does that and it provides kind of a a history of the universe and, and some new construction. Right. It's a real uh, artistic touch. Thanks for doing that. <laughs> Luigi Marconi, Associate Vice President for Campus Planning, led us through the building and pointed out interesting aspects that I talk about here. We're standing in front of Higgins where this uh, oak tree design is, looking at the steps. We're going to go into the lobby, which is still under construction, but it is a lot nicer than it used to be because there wasn't a lobby in Higgins, I don't think. We concluded the tour with a description from Luigi on what went into the redesign and what it means for students. So Luigi, tell us what's happened in this building here. Uh, the, uh, the process to develop and redevelop properties for the state of Connecticut is not easy to do um, and takes quite some time. This process has been in place for almost four years at this point. Mm. Uh, the preliminary process is obvious to, uh, obviously to 
assess program and program needs. Uh, we started that roughly three years ago, and uh, the evolution started from there. Um, we, we opted to uh, look at the building uh, on a very holistic basis and see where we had synergy between departments, uh, tried to bring those departments closer together, shared spaces, and uh, honestly focus on academic teaching spaces and try to make them as wonderful as possible. Mm -hmm. So this building basically from uh, a layperson's point of view, I would say, has been gutted, right, and redone. This is what we call a wholesale gut and rehab. So everything in the building has been replaced except for the exterior uh, walls and some of the structural elements inside. Mm -hmm. uh, every stitch of wire, every length of pipe, uh, every section of flooring has been replaced and is new. So it's, it's, it's a like new renovation without creating a brand new building. Mm -hmm. So every wire, that means that all the electronics are up to date, as new as they could possibly be. Uh, every, every, every inch of electrical wiring, every telecommunications wire, uh, all brand new access control and security systems, fire alarm infrastructure, telecommunications infrastructure, everything is brand new in the building. That's exciting. It is. And we have this uh, TV production room in here, or complex in here, mm -hmm. that uh, really is also state of the art, right? They should be able to do whatever they need to do. Well, hopefully it's going to be state of the art uh, long uh, for the next few years anyway. Mm -hmm. Technology constantly evolves, but uh, I hope that this uh, facility will allow them the flexibility to be current moving forward. It is a state-of-the-art facility with a uh, TV production studio. Uh, it has a teaching component along with it, uh, sound isolation and editing booth, uh, editing suites that go along with the spaces so that students can also work on their own projects as well. Mm -hmm. So when I used to walk into this building, it was dreary, it was drab, it looked like... Uh, and what it was, a 70-year-old building, right? Without a doubt. It was uh, way, way beyond end of life, uh, way beyond useful life. Um, and it took quite some effort to justify the level of renovation that we, that we uh, uh, move forward on. But honestly, uh, the design team, Taisu Kim Partners, uh, did a tremendous job of trying to bring this building into uh, a more modern state. Um, they, they took... Uh, an approach which was very holistic and organic, trying to bring the outside in, uh, trying to bring those outside elements into the building. And as you walk through it, you can see that the level of ambient lighting is just amazing. The, space, the spaces are very bright and, and airy. Uh, Airflow, circulation spaces are also very, very uh, dynamic in mm. general. So you uh, opened up the windows on this uh, throughout the building. Uh, we used to call it Higgins Annex, which was built in the 70s to add on to the original building. And they were little slit, gun slits, really, right? They were. To... They almost looked like prison cell windows. Yeah. Uh, uh, more than uh, the, the windows in what used to be the annex have almost doubled in size. Hmm. Uh, and again, we've, we've created these very large window openings that are much taller than the actual ceiling height in the spaces. So e even though you're walking into a classroom that has a lower ceiling than the actual window height, we've created these cavity walls up above that allow so much more light to come in, even uh, regardless of where the, the angle of the sun is. Mm -hmm. So even if it's a very high sun day, it's uh, bringing a lot of the light into the space. So you've been consumed with this 
for the last, consumed with it for the last year. You worked on it for the previous three years. So now you can relax, right? Of course. That's all we do is sit around and drink coffee. <laughs> so uh, I'd like to say that this is one of those things that we can just put behind us and uh, now I can take a breather. But the reality of the situation is that we are under some very tight timelines to get the next two projects moving. And uh, I'm sorry to say they always go in lockstep. <laughs> and uh, the, the slightest little blip in schedule affects everything downstream from it. Uh, we've been extremely eager to move faculty out of Whitehall and into Higgins Hall uh, because we've already started a, a major renovation of the second and third floor of Whitehall. Mm -hmm. uh, I am under the gun to get that done and in a particular timeline so that we can start the uh, reimagination of what we call Berkshire Hall now. Mm -hmm. Berkshire Hall will eventually become our new uh, dining facility and student center for the Midtown campus. Uh, that needs to happen uh, on a, again on a very time tight time schedule. Uh, I need to be able to move people out of that building as soon as Whitehall second third floor is completed. Mm. So there's no rest. <laughs> no, and then after that, the student center will get redone, and right? Then, and then the student center will be repurposed at some point in time. Correct? And then everything will be up to date and clean, right? Well, you know what? We've got our uh, our legacy buildings are Berkshire Hall mm -hmm. um, and the West Side uh, classroom building. Mm. Uh, those are the two. Uh, what I'll call least functional, oldest functioning spaces. Mm -hmm. uh, Berkshire Hall obviously is going to get completely reimagined and repurposed completely. Uh, the West Side Classroom Building, while it's scheduled to be demolished in our master plan, uh, is under uh, some renovation right now. We envision that building being functional for the next 10 years until we can get to a point where a new business school is developed and mm. that building is torn down. Mm -hmm. So you got work to do for. You don't have to retire now. I for don't have to retire years. at least for the next. Five years, yeah. <laughs> now we've got enough work here for the next 15 to 20 years, Paul, yeah. uh, and it's all exciting things. It's really transformative projects, and that's that's really what I'm so proud of is that every project that we initiate is uh, well beyond a coat of paint and new doors. It, it just really transforms the uses of the spaces and really uh, continues to just improve the uh, academic environment for our students. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. Thanks, Luigi. Thanks, Paul. Everyone is invited to the official ribbon cutting in early October, so look for more information about that. Chantel will give you that. We don't know exactly what time it will be, but we are certain there will be food, so make sure you show up. So we're going to kick off our, uh, one of our new segments today in our new format with Dr. Missy Alexander, the provost and academic vice president here at the university. Uh, Dr. Alexander is going to bring some deep thinking about uh, higher education, which she's always thinking about and talking about here on campus and in other places. Uh, some of the things that higher ed can do better, some of the things that it does well now, and how we, to move forward into the future. And Dr. Alexander, we're going to, um, uh, we're thinking about calling this the segment of the podcast, if it's okay with you, Alexander the Great. <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to over overpraise myself there with that Alexander no, the Great. No, that's all us. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks. I'll take the compliment. I'm looking forward to the conversation. Yeah. And today we're uh, going to start off with one of your observations um, about diversity in higher ed and um, an interesting kind of confession you play word games on your phone every morning. I certainly do. It's how I wake up. 
and sometimes it's also how I go to bed, I must admit it. Uh, it's sort of an unwind from a, vi- a busy mind. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that prompted me to think in a, a, about the access to other people that I realized I didn't have in my physical reality. And this was a very eye-opening experience. It actually happens to me multiple times, right? The first time I noticed it and when I got started playing Words with Friends, I was actually abroad, Hmm. you know, and wasn't really playing, paying attention to this feature, just noticing that people were playing from all over. But at that time, there were no images. You didn't see people. And I just continued to play games. But about, oh, I don't know, two years ago, it started to be images of the people I was playing with. And I noticed that I had much greater diversity in my life with words with friends than I actually have in my real life. And this was disturbing to me. Um, You know, it's just not how I want to live. But more disturbing was that I discovered a construct about word games in my head. And that construct was, these are white people's games. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not that I thought that nobody other than white people played them. In fact, I've known about different language versions of Scrabble for years. It just was a moment. It was a moment of, oh, goodness, because I have never experienced this. I didn't have that framing. Well, in Words with Friends, I've got people from all over the world, all over the United States, all different colors, all different backgrounds, and I am grateful, grateful that that unearthed a bias that I had, and one that potentially is inconsequential in my life, but still it was there. And... As I got to thinking about that discovery, I started thinking about the fact that I got to go through that, you know, moment. And, you know, there's not, it's not without a little bit of shame, right, to discover a bias in me. And I hope repair it, right? Uh, But I thought about the ways in which we work with our students every day, right? A lot of our classes unearth assumptions, and those assumption, assumptions can lead to us discovering that we have some biases, right? You know, even just in what we know, right? And I've had those experiences as a student. I, have ha- I had really compelling experience uh, as a graduate student, you know, where we watched a film. And in the film, it was, it was late 80s looking at graffiti culture, And there was a lot of swearing in the film, you know, whatever. But I remarked on it. I said, it's interesting that that's a choice of the culture that's being represented here. And the professor said to me very sternly or open-mindedly, I don't know what it was, well, you know it's a choice not to swear. And my mind was just like blown. And I thought, right, duh, that's a construct. I understand that's a whole set of values that I didn't realize were values that shape how I interpret all of these things. So as I was thinking about that last week or a couple of weeks ago, as I was looking at my words with friends and getting ready for the semester, I thought it takes a lot of strength to get through that moment. And what we need to do in our classrooms, and I know that my faculty are doing all sorts of good work on this, and my students are having all sorts of interesting experiences with it, but just give ourselves room to have that moment. Because I think the larger cultural dialogue right now is all about smackdowns and yelling at people and identifying where they've done you wrong without doing the next sentence 
Like, oh, I had an assumption. Is my assumption a good assumption? Should I reframe or should I at least examine the values that led me to that assumption and where did they come from? Because the smackdown gets us nowhere. It's bad conversations. It's not discourse. And it's absolutely not what we should be doing in education. In education, we should be finding the moments to discover these things, to discover our own values, to discover how we might want to challenge them or how they were constructed, and get to a sense of understanding what we believe and where it comes from without trying to duel the greatest harm, the greatest bias, the greatest, you know, whatever, you know. History is full of wrongs that need to be righted. That is, in fact, a way that we grow by discovering those wrongs, by discovering that there's yet another group of people that I had ideas about that I didn't realize I did, and how do I allow myself to see people fully, honestly, openly for who they are and understand where we have shared values and where we may have differences. I think that's what education can do well. It can serve as a counterweight to that you know, yell at each other culture that I think our mainstream media and our social media is really fostering. When I know that I have lived among people both now and in throughout my life who have opinions that differ from me, that, by the way, are people I really like, that I really respect, that I've had conversations with about our differences, and we've come to some agreements, and we've come to some situations where we agree to disagree. But that is a productive life, and I think we in higher ed can help students navigate that and build the toolkit for having those conversations so that we can do a little better as a culture with figuring out where we are in terms of our values. So that was my reflection, and it's so funny that a word game would make me think of it. <laughs> I love that, and I think that was a perfect, exactly what we were looking for. Thanks. Mm-hmm. This is the place in the podcast that we mentioned some of the other podcasts, companions to WCSU 411, which is considered the flagship pod for the university. This week, we'll talk about Behind the Curtain with Dr. Jackie Guzda. I like her show because Dr. Guzda wants to burn down everything, and she brings on guests who talk about upending the current order of the entire world. So listen for Behind the Curtain on an irregular schedule here at the WestCon podcast. We all come to you from Western Connecticut State University, which offers a high-quality, affordable education. If you have questions about enrolling at WestCon, send an email to admissions at wcsu.edu. And now the moment you've all been waiting for. Chantel Williams has entered the studio in the basement of Whitehall, and she's going to bring us all the news about what's happening this weekend and on into the future on the campus of Western Connecticut State University. Welcome, Chantel. Thank you. <laughs> so we got a busy weekend coming up, right? We do, we do. Uh, first of all, welcome back and happy Labor Day. Woo! Yay. Three days. <laughs> yes, and we have a long weekend of events planned, so I'm excited about that. So um, stay on campus, get involved with the events because it, there's a lot of great ones going on. Um, so we're going to start with um, Friday. Um, I, I think it's August the 30th. 
So they have a karaoke night, which is going to be fun. And it's going to have like a little bonfire in the little fire pits. And then we're mm. going to have s'mores. So that's going to um, happen Friday. Um, I don't think they have a set location yet as far as where it's taking place, but that information is going to come out. Just look for the flyers and things like that. Uh-huh. But um, and everyone loves karaoke. Even if you can't sing, karaoke is still fun, the karaoke night. So come out to that, and it's a, it's a great way to just start off the Labor Day weekend. I mean, who doesn't like s'mores and food and singing? Bad singing, but, you know, still singing. So that's <laughs> And we're going to have fire pits on campus yeah, for the yeah. first time yeah, somewhere. Yeah, so that's going to be fun. Um, and it's just, it's just a fun way to get everyone involved and, like, uh, meet new people as well so mm-hmm. if you have nothing going on on friday come to karaoke night um and pick your favorite song you can do it with a partner so you don't have to be up there alone if you're shy um and just have a good time you need some s'mores eat some treats and yeah it's gonna be a fun time do you do karaoke i do i love karaoke uh-huh. um i did it a couple of times i can't really sing but i would sing for karaoke yeah you mm. know it's, it's karaoke so you're not supposed to be like the best singer no. could you but do a fun. dance routine with the singer maybe you know i thought about doing a whole routine like you know my <laughs> own performance uh-huh. um, so maybe i can uh think of something you know plan it up and then uh just think of you know showcase it on friday you right. know have a whole performance you know that'd be cool yeah <laughs> you never know so yeah i might have some background dancers you know right. just a, a whole showcase <laughs> so that'd be in the evening sometime right isn't that the point of the fire pits and yes the it'll be um taking place like at night so i believe it starts at eight mm. so yeah we're Good. just waiting on the um location the, mm. the main location but yes that's gonna be fun um so seven to ten um and then we're gonna have a volleyball tournament um saturday um that's gonna be before the the um yeah, it's going to be before the other events that's happening on Saturday. So the volleyball tournament, that should be fun. Um, I love playing volleyball. Yeah. I don't. I haven't played in a long time, but, you know, it's fun. And we also got a new volleyball um, court. A beach volleyball Yeah, court. with sand and everything on Midtown um, in front of the, like, preschool and in front of the police station on, like, the science building lawn. Mm-hmm. So that's it looks really nice. So um, I haven't used it yet, so I'm excited to use that. So that's where the tournament will be taking place on Midtown. Um, so, yeah, come out, get your team together um, <laughs> and see. Uh, and I believe it's going to be judged by the volleyball team. Oh. So, gonna, yeah, they should. I mean, they, they should. They know all the rules and stuff right. like that. So that should be fun. Um, yeah, good. just come out and get a team together. And uh, that's on Saturday. So <laughs> are you be able to spike the ball? Um, I was I used to be great in gym class oh. with spiking. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope I still got it. I might I might still have it. So I'm going to see, you know, I'm going to get my team together. and We're going to see. Um, how I do, but maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll be up by the the net a little bit more, or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but I used to be great at it, so oh, and I used good. to be great at serving. So we're gonna see how yeah. if I still could do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you never know. <laughs> I haven't played in a long time, so. If you're no good anymore, you can just do the dance routine on the yeah, side. Yeah, right. I'll be the halftime performance. You know, right. like in the chair. You know, I'll just cheer on the side, have like the teams and stuff. You know, <laughs> I'll be the support system um, in case like the game is going downhill. <laughs> you know, right. and they can only sub me in if it's like. <laughs> absolutely necessary too so right. <laughs> that should be a great time and then sunday i'm very excited about this because this is gonna this is an interesting name so you know how you have like day parties and they call them darties well we're having a yardie which is a yard party wow yeah right it's, it's, a, it's a cool name <laughs> so that's gonna be um on sunday um, 1 to 4 p.m. And it's going to be at the sand volleyball courts as well. So they're going to have another volleyball tournament and they're going to have yard games out there as well. So they're <laughs> going to have like, I don't know, the, what's the game that you toss? Like you have to toss the bean bag into the circle. 
cornhole. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to have just different games. I believe they might have badminton, and they're going to have treats and stuff like that, <laughs> like um, fake margaritas and, mm. you know, mock margaritas and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So you can come finish watching the tournament, and then you can um, enjoy some yard games and have a good time with your friends and just have a good t Labor Day weekend, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's going to be fun. And, then and you're in college, so yeah. don't go home. Right, right, right. And there's going to be um, there's gonna be giveaways as well, like mm. for each night. So each night there's going to be a giveaway. So for karaoke, for the volleyball tournament, for the other volleyball tournament, along with the yardy, the yard party, <laughs> there's going to be giveaways um, happening throughout the whole event. So if you come the whole time, you'll be able to, you know, win a nice prize. And the prizes, you know, it could be a gift card or it could be like a new AirPods or something. Mm. It's, it's a lot of good prizes. So mm. um, if you participate, you never know. Yeah. And it's, it's just a fun time to, you know, it's everyone wants to do something Labor Day weekend and we have a whole list of events going on. So it's just fun to do and um, have that with, yeah, it's <laughs> going on. So, yeah. and it's nothing wrong with winning prizes either. So. <laughs> and no, t-shirts. Yeah, I, I can never have too, I mean, I already have too many t-shirts from Western, but you know, I just keep adding them on, you know, <laughs> so I can have a couple from each year. Right. You know? <laughs> so it's a fun event and a, it's a fun time to have. So yeah. And come out with your friends and just have a good time. So, um, so look forward to the emails and things like that that's happening because you're going to see – you should get a blast email from um, the Weekend Events Council with everything. Um, you should look for flyers along with this podcast. <laughs> right. Look for flyers and everything like that on the shuttle as well. Look for those. Um, and, yeah, that's – what's happening Labor Day weekend and then on Monday you can rest but I'm sure the yard games will still be out there so if you want to still do that and then the court will still be up as well That's so right. if you still want to do volleyball um, or just view the campus you can view the new building that we have and just, just walk around and have a good time so it should be a fun weekend mm -hmm. and Monday it is okay to go home and do your laundry right Right. yep <laughs> you can go back and do your laundry and things like that so I mean you don't have to technically go home the purpose of like having these events on the weekends because we want more students to stay and enjoy because we had always had um, events on the weekend, but a lot of students go home and things like that. So we want to try to keep everyone here on campus and enjoy the events and just have a good time because, you know, gas money is, you know, that's, that's, mm -hmm. that's a lot going back and forth. So you have the space here and even for commuters, there's a lot of, you know, events happening. You're welcome, welcome to these events as well. And they're happening at a, you know, a reasonable time. So you won't have to go back home so late. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's just a fun week of events, so I'm excited about that. And I'm excited about getting some s'mores because I haven't had s'mores in a, a long time. <laughs> I just hope I won't. Like, since the last time I made one, I burnt, like, the marshmallow, so I'm hoping I won't do it this time. Maybe somebody will make them for you. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I can just have, like, you know, can you roast this a little bit because I just don't want to, like, over-roast mine and, like, burn it. So, yeah, we're going to see how that goes. <laughs> they may come pre-roasted. Sodexo maybe, may pre-roast yeah, them, right? Maybe, yeah, um, maybe. And then we're also going to have, like, little treats, maybe, like, some mozzarella sticks and things like mm. that. So that should be fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then along with that, and then DG will be open as well. So if you don't want that food, you can go to Daily Grind and oh, yeah. um, have some wings or, you know, a burger. I don't know, <laughs> whatever they're serving at the time. <laughs> um, and get a smoothie. Um, and then right. just enjoy yourself. And then in there they have TVs as well. You can lounge with your friends. So mm -hmm. it's always something going on. So we never want anyone to be bored or anything like that. So just look out for the events that's happening for Labor Day, and um, that should be fun. We're like Party Central. Yeah, we are. You know, <laughs> we got to get it, especially with the Yardy. Like, that is a catchy name. I was very happy <laughs> and satisfied with that name. That's such a fun name. You should have seen us, like, in the meeting trying to come up with the catchy name. And then someone was like, okay, well, it's like a yard party. So what do we call it? Like, there's a day party. So why don't we just switch it mm -hmm. and say Yardy? And it was genius. I thought it was a, just 
What group was it that was putting it all was, that it together? Was, it was um, the Weekend Events Council like group. So it was myself along with Ashley and Eli and a couple of others. Um, we just jotted our heads together, and we came up with this name. And it was very interesting. And Deb, the cheerleader coach, she was in there as well. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I love it. <laughs> just like, love the name. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a fun time, so... So you've been <laughs> active all summer long, basically. Basically, the, yeah. So I just, um, yeah. So for the weekend events council, I'm a part of that also because I'm a firm believer of trying to get students to stay on campus and have a good time. So yeah, I just recently um, joined that that group as well. Mm. Um, so I'll have the weekend events for you as well um, happening, and I'll get the first scoop on what's going on and things like that. So that should be a fun time, and yeah. <laughs> Do you ever call your mom and tell her what's going on? Um, not really. You know, if she asks, you know, I'll tell her. I'll, I'll, my dad like texts me and like, "Hey, what you doing?" I'm like, "Tell her." I'm like, "Oh, we have this going on." He's like, "What?" Like, <laughs> you got all that going on? Yeah. <laughs> but um, he was like, "You're never like in your room." No, I'm not. <laughs> it, it's it's no point. I'm trying to enjoy the weather while I can um, before it gets cold and turns to some mess. So like, I'm trying to enjoy it and um, just you know, enjoy the campus in general. So yeah. <laughs> They can catch up with you on the podcast, right? Yes, yes. So if they, if my parents are ever wondering like what's going on with me, just I'll, I'll direct them to this podcast so they yeah. can know like, okay, well she must be at this event today. <laughs> do they so. get it on? Do they have an Alexa or one of those things? I'm gonna get them one because you know they, they, they need one. I feel like mm-hmm. it just make their life a lot easier if they could just ask Alexa stuff. So I'm gonna, I'm, I think I'm gonna surprise them with one. Their anniversary is coming up, so I'm gonna get them. That's one. a great idea. Yeah, right. A great. Then they gift, can so. listen to the podcast. On right. It too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're listening now and you just ruined the surprise. Oh, maybe. I don't think so, though. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe, yeah. Well, at least they know. You My know? family doesn't <laughs> listen. <to them. laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and then also happening um, after Labor Day weekend, there's a lot of the clubs are starting to have their first meetings. Mm. Um, so be on the lookout for those as well because, you know, club carnivals have passed, so you can um, look for to go to their um, general meetings and if you really feel like you want to be a part of any group it's a great time to join so um, that as well you so. can look online too to yes figure out yes they're coming. posting and you can look on presence which is the new um website that csi where is launching really um and it has all of the club listings on there um and it has the leaders the presidents the vice presidents and treasurers as well and it has the contact information so csi stands for what um sent student wait is it Center for Student Involvement. Oh, yeah, there we that's go. what yeah. it is. Yeah. And they call themselves CSI because <laughs> yeah. they're trying to be and cool. And Dennis Lasco is the one that runs CSI. And you can you can visit them in their office. They're, they have a very nice office. In, in the, the student, student center. center. Yep, Midtown Student Center. Um, so, yeah, they have presence. And it's just basically a whole website that you can go to. Um, they're trying to get more students to go on it because it has all of the club listings. Mm-hmm. Um, each and every club that's under at, at WCSU is on there and then you're able to click on the their picture and everything and it has like the president listed the vice president the treasurer the whole e-board along with the events that that's going on for that month or you know that whole semester or whatever however they post it on there so it's also a great source uh, for students to look for as well um, along with the WCSU app you can use that as yeah. well so there's a lot of different resources to get the information and things like that to uh, see what events are happening on campus and then the wow and all of that so that's true yeah <laughs> so if you're a student you really ought to read your emails yes and 
You should go to this website. Is it linked to the Westcon website? It is. So what you can do is go on Westcon and you can type in presence. Um, it's going to direct you. It's going to say CSI, Center for Student Involvement, and it's going to have presence. You just click on that link and you'll be able to see all yeah. of the club and, and events. And it's important for club officers as well to update events as much as they can on there because it's a great promotion. Uh, it's, it's a great way to get the events out there, get people to come. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a great source. So we're just trying to get more people to use it and things like that. I know my club uses it mm -hmm. as well. We're updating information constantly to try to get uh, students to look and use that. So there's a lot of different resources to try to see, okay, what's going on on campus. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a great idea because up till now, there it was hard to find out what was going yeah, on with the clubs. Yeah, yeah. So as long, along with the podcast that's happening, right. you can go on the app, you can go on Presence, and also look for flyers and use social media as a resource as well. A lot of the clubs, they have Instagrams, and I know mm. um, they're going to, you know, they they constantly have Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever, so you can use your social media um, to see what events are happening as well. There's something going on with the buses, too, right? New messaging on the buses? Yeah, so the, the buses got a whole new makeover. Um, so they, they're now, we have one, we have orange bus and we have blue, like, to, to match our school colors. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't actually been in there, but my friend's been in there, and she said it's really nice. Hmm. Um, and so you can look um, while you're on the shuttle. And you can see, like, the events that are happening, the flyers and everything like that um, that's happening. And it just as you're riding, you can look at the screen and see what's going on. Are they going to do the podcast? this podcast on the shuttle? Maybe. You know, they do want to record us, so you know, and they want to tape us. So maybe we might be on the shuttle bus. Um, yeah, we can just send it to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, would be cool. That would be cool, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to do that. I know. On a bus that has right. actually students on it. Right. Right. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> I know. That's going to be interesting, the sound. Mm -hmm. But it will be authentic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> It'll be authentic. So. I love that. Yeah. So um, this, yeah, again, there's a lot of different resources to use. And it's um, good to view those resources now before the semester really gets started and going so you can um, be acquainted with it and, you know, know how they run. And then, yeah, you can use those. There's nothing <laughs> to be nervous about, right? No, no. There's nothing to be nervous about. There's That's always good. something going on on this campus, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> great. All right, Chantel, thanks for another great wrap-up. Thank you. And we'll talk to you next week. That's it for this week. We always want to thank our producer, Scott Volpe, and engineer, Pete Puccio, because without them, this podcast doesn't happen. Remember, WCSU 411 is free, so there's no reason not to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. We want you to share it with your friends and relatives or comment on Twitter at WCSU 411. Just nice stuff, nothing negative. And that's it, I guess. For Chantel Williams, I'm Paul Steinmetz, and this is WCSU 411.